This episode of You're Making Me Hungry is brought to you by our friends at Intergalactic Tacos, voted second best food truck in Richmond, Virginia, and best tacos in the galaxy. If you're curious where you can find them this week, go ahead and give them a follow on Instagram at Intergalactic Tacos. You can also see what they're serving up. Uh, chances are it's going to be a fun little twist on, a, on an old classic. Uh, check them out. You will not be disappointed. Brian is one of the most solid dudes in the Richmond food scene. So thanks a lot, Intergalactic Tacos. Holy shit, everybody. It's the episode we've all been waiting for. That's right. We're talking to Brian from Intergalactic Tacos, our first official sponsor of You're Making Me Hungry. Um, wow, we talk about everything from tacos, working in restaurants, working through a pandemic, what it's like working on a food truck. We talk about weighted blankets. Uh, did I say dogs? Because we talk about dogs an awful lot. Um relaxing. I don't know. We talk about a lot, and this is the uh, first part of the two-part episode. Uh, Part two will be out next week. So yeah, everybody enjoy, and go get tacos from Intergalactic Tacos. Thanks. Bye. Official sponsor of You're Making Me Hungry. One one of many to be coming. Yes. Yeah. We gotta get Cambro on board. Oh my god. Dude, like, <laughs> get one of those sick Cambro hats. I haven't seen those. Exactly, they're very rare. They only send them <laughs> to a very select few. Do you have one? I do not, but I do have. Cambro has sent me some stuff because I do shout them out on Instagram on occasion. Nice. Right. I really want a Cambro tattoo. Nice. I've been seeing uh, a lot of them. You so guys are we, such kitchen nerds. Oh my god. We almost, we almost, that's actually, it's funny you mention that. That has been in the discussion of the next uh, Intergalactic Tacos group tattoo. We are, some of us already have some hot sauce uh, bottles and related hot sauce things. Uh, but yeah, that was the next one. It's like do all the different sizes of cameras. Oh. So, you know. What yeah. size would you be? See, that's it to see. So there's a little bit of discussion because, like, you, you know, so like, I would prefer to be the squat two quart with the green lid. It's hard to find. It's cute. You know, it's 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 not really useful at all in a, it, in a commercial kitchen setting. It can be though, if you're really into consolidating. Just use two core, two core I really think yeah. that one of you guys get me into all restaurants and fireworks and get some of the more messed up. I love. Oh, it's going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. He just, they just closed back down to the public. Uh, Although I, I would not, I would not have been in the restaurant keep during this whole thing. Though. We've yeah. been, we've been very cautious about going to. to it's yeah. It, if, if you think that, like, Walmart is the wild, wild west of, like, yeah. grocery stores, <laughs> like, like, Restaurant Depot is, like, is, uh, I don't know, like, it's... I got, like, a bag of cheese that was, like, the size of me. Oh, yeah, we went for this. I ate all of that cheese. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was a good time. Just put cheese on everything for, like, three weeks. Yeah, we don't want a Restaurant Depot much. Well, now your money's mine. We'll take it. Now, I, I'm not affiliated with this podcast other than a sponsorship. I don't want to speak for them. Restaurant Depot, please contact Uncle Francesca. Yeah. 
Uh, you're making me hungry at gmail.com. Yeah. I would, I would do it if they just let me come and hang out in the late for the walk in. Yeah, I would love freezer. I don't do that, but they, you have to, it's, it's fucking in a job there. And yeah, so then I just have to leave there. Do you, do you know how to drive a forklift? No, but I've learned. Yeah. Oh, I mean, forklift certification classes are fairly easy. Yeah. It's like 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Oh my god, I would so be, I hate driving a regular car. I feel like so panicked every single day. <laughs> I did not even, we didn't mention that we're on location today. Oh, yeah. we're, 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 we're also, we're at the Bearded Kitchen. We're the Bearded Kitchen. kitchen. We are being compliant and wearing masks and um, not trying not to touch anything. It's really hard for me, I'm saying when you're gone, it's really hard for me to not touch everything that's in the room. Yeah. I love kitchen. You like a 20 quart stand <laughs> mixer? Like, yeah. that'll take your kitchen I was like, I want to turn it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even the big ice scoop, I'm like, look how big the scoop is. Like, everything's just... Everything's just, it's just bigger. Everything's, everything's just, like just a bigger. bigger size, and that's exciting for me. And, like, you can hit it hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Or you can get them, like, you know, power-coated electric blue. See? Did you oh, have that okay. done? Or did you uh, that, that was purchased that way. Okay. Um, I am, I'm, awesome yeah, I'm gesturing at a 24 Boomark mixer that we bought at auction. And it was already painted electric blue, so I still got a good deal on it. Honestly, I thought it was going to go for more because I was like, someone's going to see that it's painted blue and want it. Want I would want it less because it was blue. Just give me, you know, it's something you got. You don't like the color, yeah? You don't like the color blue? I like blue fine, but uh, yeah. if it's not done right, like that's going to flavor. It, it looks like they've done it. We haven't yeah, had issues with, with flaking yeah. or anything like that. But no, I. I it seemed odd to me too that someone would take the time to, to paint commercial equipment electric blue. Maybe it was somewhere where it was visible. I yeah. possibly like a cupcake shop yeah, or something like that, that where it was like fan. front center in the window. Or even so. like how like fancy biscuit has. I guess it's just people making the biscuits, but yeah, like they, they color like, they paint everything. Ta- table side biscuits. Yeah, they paint it. Yeah. Table side biscuits. No. No, but they have someone like muting the dough in the window. Okay, I misheard. I was like, how do you do a table side biscuit? I was like, that does, I'm confused. Well, each each table has their own little oven (laughs) at 400 degrees. There's just a little little taster taster up there. Yeah, I haven't been by there in forever, and I don't know how they're working right now. And then in the before times, I remember sometimes it'd be someone I know, and I would be like trying to get their attention while they're making biscuits in the window. Uh, we, really, we really are living in a Mad Max movie, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we in are, the before time. <laughs> we're here in our bandanas. Yeah, I have hand sanitizer in my purse. Yep. So probably a blue and fine. Oh, there's like a half gallon of hand sanitizer like dispersed all up the neck like with the... And of course it's like not good hand sanitizer. It's like it's like liquidy or like stretch it in gel. It's like it's made out like wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like it smells like I'm rubbing my hands down with like rot gut alcohol that I used to drink when I was college age. Like, no thank you. Gives me little flashbacks every time I sanitize my hands. Yeah, I really like it smells like it smells like pop up vodka. Yeah. Yeah, the one that I have. Yeah. Just gonna mix it with Kool-Aid, make jungle juice, throw yeah. some fruit in there. I know I know reservoir bourbon or whatever over in Scott's edition mm-hmm. was like has been like making a like metric shit ton of yeah. sanitizer. Yeah, and I think you can just get some from there. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they, they were just shipping it for free. Which is, it up for yeah, it was awesome that they were doing some of that for free and, and, yeah. and they were also My boyfriend so. was wondering, he's like but what is in it that makes it not drinkable? What's to stop you if you 
to me. Like, so, if it's just alcohol, green alcohol. I mean, yeah, obviously there's like ethyl, ethyl alcohol or like isopropyl. Like, yeah, there's that. Like, you're gonna get something's gonna go wrong. I mean, people used to drink it during Prohibition. They used to they used to drink like weird tonics and things. And they used to get something called Jake Leg, where it would like literally like. You, you, because of the like additives and shit that yeah. are literally in there, so that you don't drink it, they were like, "Well, well we're gonna drink it anyway." And I'm just gonna get a weird thing. Die of like weird like. Now I can no longer see stuff. the color blue. Yep. Drank <laughs> too much alcohol. This weird rubbing alcohol. Brian, when did you start cooking? Or uh, uh, yeah, like. Start cooking, and then what made you want to work in restaurants? Um, so I, my family background does not involve much cooking. Um, my gr- growing up, it was a lot of you know, kind of typical middle class Virginia stuff. I mean, like meat, starch, vegetable. Like, I'm thankful that my parents did not do a lot of canned vegetables. It was a lot of frozen steamed vegetables, which is something that I am very thankful for. Um, Because when I've eaten canned vegetables, I mean, they are disgusting. Like, you lose all texture, you lose any. So, like, at least with, like, steaming, so it was, like, a ton of, like, chicken with, like, rice and, like, a vegetable, whether that be, like, corn, peas, green beans, you know, salad, stuff like that. So, like, my parents were not, like, wild home cooks, you know, stuff like that. So that's not something I ever saw uh, from from my parents and mimic from them. Um, we didn't have cable growing up, so I watched a ton of PBS. So, like, I grew up on, like, Yan Can Cook with, like, Martin Yan and, like, um... Jack Papin and uh, Julia Child and all the the very you know America's Test Kitchen yeah. and all the the wide variety of like PBS cooking shows and so um, Yank and Coke is probably one of my favorites. Yank and Coke is one of the greatest things. Dude, ever. oh, little bit of garlic, little oh bit of garlic, just everything with that fucking Chinese cleaver. Sorry, with that Chinese cleaver. Oh, you can curse on me? Okay, sorry. My dad thinks I I curse like a sailor, and I'm like, well. It also was like a huge thing for me. I remember seeing because I don't remember seeing other people that were Asian making food on other channels. Really? I mean, I, and like yeah. my dad had the cleaver like that and stuff, and it was like really. I remember my parents and I used to watch that all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, it's wild for me to watch someone sit there like be like with one knife, they've deboned the chicken, done all their veg prep, done this, and it's like, so you literally just use a cleaver for all of that. Like, I used to work with someone that only used a cleaver, and I was like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And then I did it once, and I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm not upset about this. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is great. Yeah. I mean, you certainly have, like, the weight. I mean, and obviously, like, Asian cleavers versus, like, American, like, meat cleavers and stuff. There's, like, a wild difference and, like, angles and weights and all that kind of stuff that is for a whole other podcast called yeah. You're Making Me Sharky. <laughs> Sponsored by Sharkies. That is something we want to do eventually. Because I've said multiple times, I was like, Tom needs to maybe, like, teach me how to do some life skill stuff. Yeah. I'm very afraid. I'm not bad at cutting things up. It just takes me forever. That's, and I'm very afraid. That is that is one of my like go-to uh, unstated like hiring like tests. Is like I will. I'm a big fan of like 
I, of like having people come in and paying them to prep for me for one day and get a feel for their like attitude and how they do stuff and things like that. Um, I don't fuck with free labor, so like you don't do like sausages, like I pay them. Okay, so yeah, stuff. that's yeah. awesome. And yeah. um, but like that's like my like I definitely work with people that like you look at their resume and you're like, okay, this would be pretty good, and then I've like seen them chop an onion and I'm like, nope. Yeah. That's not gonna work. <laughs> like just fail. <laughs> You know, the big red stick in it, you know, I mean, you know, but it's, you know, even, even, I have no problem if you're not fast with it, but like it should be, you know, done, done correctly. Oh, they'll be cut nicely. Yes. Yeah. Like, it'll be like, Princess will be here for three days. Like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't need to be long. I'm not saying anything incredibly anal. Like, I'm not whipping out like, <laughs> I said quarter inch dice, one of these, you know, but like, it's just like, you know, properly dicing an onion, properly doing some stuff like that, I think it's really indicative of, of how you work and, and, and what you do, and it's a small kind of litmus test to, that some people pass and some people don't. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, weird tangent. I, uh, how long have I been cooking? I started, I was from the front of house. I worked for years as a bartender, as you can tell. I, uh, a bit of a character. I was, I was pretty good at that. Um, and then I was like, I was working for somebody, I was working at a uh, location here in Richmond, and was like, I could, I could do that, we could, we could, this isn't that, we could do this, and uh, tried to buy a small cart, I had a, I had a business partner at the time, we were going to do dumplings, it's going to wow. be called the Ugly Dumpling, Nice. Um, which I'm thankful we didn't go with, <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I'm just thankful we didn't do that. Um, and then there was like a whole like eBay scam involved with the cart we tried to buy. The food oh, cart we tried no. to buy. Yeah. I mean, we got all the money back. We, it, and long story short, it was like we, we got made whole. But no, yeah, I mean, I've been um, working in restaurants since I was 18, mostly in the front of the house. And I was, I'm 33 now. I've been doing this for six years at a year. So yeah, I was like 25. And give or take 24, 25, and you know, it's just like, screw it, I could do this for myself. I'm working my fingers to the bone and getting paid, you know, $10 an hour, mm-hmm. and I could work my fingers to the bone and make $10 an hour plus anything extra at the end yeah. of the month that I didn't drink away or whatever. And you have complete creative control. And I have complete creative control. Well, I'm not the culinary genius behind everything at Intergalactic Tacos. I am a, uh, I'm a part of a, of a you know, uh, Chaz who, who runs the kitchen, I would say. He's you know, kind of the closest thing, I would say, like a kitchen manager or head chef or type thing. We, we're not real big on hierarchy here, so like we're, we're all, we just all work. We just do our jobs. Yeah. Like we all have, you know, my, my job is has become much more the, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, getting jobs, booking, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, I'm on the truck cooking, but a lot more of the creative stuff, and especially if anything that's got a lot more finesse and technique to it comes from Chaz. Uh, he's been cooking for 30 plus years. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's, he, you know, he's, he's definitely taken a lot of our stuff and taken it to the next level. I mean, the first, the first couple years, a lot of our stuff was uh, Taco Bell, but made better uh, in all seriousness. Um, a lot, of, you know, a lot of Taco Bell hacks, uh, hint foreshadowing for later in the episode. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's 
I, I did not come from a cooking background. I watched a lot of PBS shows when I was a kid. I liked cooking at home, but I never cooked professionally until I started this feature. Interesting. I didn't know that. Zero, zero. I worked at lunch and supper uh, for a little, almost two years, because I was I started the truck already and was doing it on the truck already, and I realized that there is a uh, a large gap between being a, a, an experienced and avid home cook and cooking for a crowd. Uh, yeah. Cooking on commercial equipment and stuff like that. So there's 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 certainly a learning curve, and so I was like, fuck it, I might as well get paid to be on that learning curve. So I went and got a job at lunch and supper and uh, learned some stuff there, learned how not to do stuff there, a bunch of different things, and, and took the knowledge that I got from there and applied it to this, and you know, haven't looked back. I mean, I've been doing this full-time as my only source of income for the past three, almost four years. Wow. So. Sweet. How long have you known Chaz? Or like, um, how, how did he get into uh, Chaz used to own a pickle company here in town called uh, Sweet Sour Salting Co. Okay. Um, so we actually met at uh, farmer's markets and stuff. Um, just not through like any specific thing. It was just someone I knew from there. Um, and then we actually worked together again at lunch and supper. Um, and then after he left there at one point, uh, he came on board here. So, and he, you know, so far so good. He enjoys it. You know, I can't speak for him, but he's still here. You know, he still cashes his checks at the end of the week. So, what? How long have you been cooking? Uh, in restaurants? Yes. Since I was 15 or 16. Ooh. How old are you? Uh, 30. 30. Oh, what? How old are you? I'm 35. Yeah. Yeah. 35? Yeah. 33. It's uh, like Jesus here. Oh. Yeah. I don't believe in Jesus. And I've never worked in any commercial kitchen. Or, or any kitchen at all. But you've worked, you've done front of house. I've right? done front of house. Okay. I was not good at it. And I. And I, it's not for everyone. It's not definitely not for me. I want to. I wish. I want to do it one day a week. I wish I could find a place where I could just bartend. I, I did that at lunch and supper. Like not. I would say one day a week, but because they knew about my background in front of house, there was a, that I was that kind of like oh shit extra emergency yeah. backup. So like I would usually pull like a front of house shift there like once, maybe twice a month. And so like it was nice to kind of like. Make sure I still had my, you know, like, like banter skills and my, you know, my front of house voice. Hi, welcome, welcome. Hi, Bonjourno, thank you for my Rio Tuscan grills. Brian, how can I direct your call? It you know? still is the, the stress dreams I have, despite being someone that went on to go to graduate school or get a PhD and blah, blah, blah. The stress dreams I have are always, are always, um, I get sat with a section and it's, a hundred tables. And they're like, Francesco, you have the left side of the restaurant. And that's still the restaurants I have. I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that Tom is going to back me up on this, but you know nothing about stress stream until it just sounds like a printer going off. Yep. Yeah. That is the absolute worst, that most terrifying noise. That just like that just like it's Mother's Day and like the printer went down for like four and a half minutes and so then it just needs to print all like nine hundred and two orders that came in while the printer was down for four and a half minutes. And it is the it is the sound of nightmares. Yeah. Like I have not worked in a kitchen with a printer in 
three or four years, like, since we don't use a printer here, so, like, it is, it is faded away. There are still days, there are still nights where I wake up and I'm, like, cold sweat, have woken up, and it's just that, like, you know, it's just the, the printer yeah. noise. Of, I've given talks for, <laughs> I've been trying to give talks for, in front of all hundreds of people. I've performed in front of, like, hundreds of people now. Still, like, that, I'm like, that is nothing. Yeah, I'd be, like, throwing up in the corner if I yeah. what y'all do. And, like, I'm, like, people think I'm, like, funny and I'm going and blah 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 but I'm like it's like it's situational it's like right in front of me but like yeah. if someone was like oh like it's six o'clock you need to stand in front of this microphone and tell a bunch of jokes I would just be like a, a ball of nerves throwing up in the corner like absolutely unable to like come up with my type five to just like go up there and just murder the crowd so we all have different skills is what yeah. I'm saying and like, no. I don't have a PhD. I could never remember. You're, the, you're by far the most educated person. I could never, yeah. but I could never remember, like, even like the abbreviations on the menu still. I would, for some reason, my brain just doesn't work like that. And so I have to, like, write everything down, like, a oh, lot more. The cooks hated you. Yeah. No, it was actually, that was fun. Like, that was mostly fine because I got it. But it was just, like, it, just, it was such a slump. Yeah. And I was just, every day, I was just like, this is terrible. I can't work here. I so think, I never, so I never worked on a restaurant in Richmond. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do front of house just because I don't like stupid people. I like special requests. That's like the other thing too. Like the only re- reason I was able to put up with it because I was so young when I did that. Now I'd be like, every the first, the first, I'd be like, I'm out. Like, I I have a conflicted view on that because like I don't disagree that like you know obnoxious people and and people in certain environments and for whatever reason the dynamic of like waiting tables and like paying for a service and like for to some people that things they mean they can like be demeaning to you and like you know be demanding and all that kind of stuff but also on the flip side like you know we are providing a service so like i try you know like yes people suck we you know like i think like assholes being assholes like there's there's ways to approach it there's ways to ask about things because like we have people that come to the truck and they, you know, they don't like spicy food or they don't like this or that and the other, so they need some accommodations. And we always try and meet them where they're at. And but, but it's 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 all like how you do it. Like it's one thing to be like, hey, like I don't like jalapenos because they, you know, give me heartburn or I'm allergic. You know, back to you know, yeah, and stuff like that. So like it's, but I mean, even allergies these days, it's it's. Complicated. I mean, it really shouldn't be complicated, but I mean, because there's so many dietary preferences and things these days that aren't actual allergies versus people that, that stuff that will cause people to go in the anaphylactic shock or whatever. It's just like, you know, it's dealing with the public is tough. And so, like, it, there's a lot of nuance to it. And, like, you know, you know I think, it's, I, think it, I think it's good to make accommodations and try to do things like that. But then it, it sucks when you go out of your way to do all this stuff and make food that you, that is safe for this person to eat because they said they're allergic to like citrus or some shit like that, and then you come out and you deliver them their food. This is a real story, uh, and they're doing nothing but drink. They're on their like fifth Cosmo. I got lost Great. like shit. So I was like, I was like, I'm like dropping off this food that we made for this lady that was like had a, a ton of allergies. She said they were ton of allergies. We went above and beyond out of our way to make her something that she could eat that wasn't just like salad. 
you know, and water. And I'm dropping it off. She's drinking a martini. She's drinking a Cosmo. And, like, literally, I can see the line lips, like, squeeze in the top. She's ordering another one. And I just was like, man, is everything okay? Like, I thought you had, like, a citrus allergy. Like, you're... And she's like, oh, well, this is an alcohol. It's different. And I just what? was like... Like, my eye just started twitching. And I wanted to just, like, flip the plate at her and just, like... Be like, oh, because we cooked it. It's oh, denatured the enzymes, and so now you're like, I was just like, oh, I was like, I hate you. Said I was just like, enjoy your meal. I'm leaving before I scream. The alcohol, the alcohol kills the citrus. Yeah, it does. I can't get COVID nineteen. I drink every day. <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. Fun fact. No, I'm just kidding. That is not, That's not deep, real. Guys. This is not real no. medical. Wear a mask. We've been taking it very seriously. We're, everyone in this room is wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I'll go get my face shields. Ooh. Uh, before we started recording, we were talking about COVID and how... Has that affected you at all? Like, so... It, I know you've it, changed it, it, is, it has positively affected us, which is, you know, something that I have conflicted feelings about and stuff like that. Um, we are doing... We're going out to all these neighborhoods and stuff like that. They're inviting us, you know, HOAs are inviting us, uh, some neighborhood pools and stuff like that. And so we're going out to these neighborhoods, and in some of these neighborhoods, we're doing like double the sales that we were doing at a brewery, and we're doing it in half the time. Like I used to sit at a brewery from like four to nine and do, you know, $1,000 in sales or $800 in sales, and I'm going to some of these neighborhoods that have, you know, 700 homes in them, and they're also, all the orders are huge, you know, at a brewery, it's, you know, one person, maybe it's a couple, so it's like, you know, two entrees and a side. Some of these neighborhoods, I mean, they're feeding, you know, like, you know, it's like mom, dad, and five kids, so it's like these, like, $80, $90, orders, you know, and we're all, we're in these neighborhoods from like four thirty to seven thirty. So I mean, like we've been getting our butts kicked, and like it's you know obviously it's good for us. I'm still able to keep my people employed. Like at this point, we have rehired everybody that we had to temporary furlough and everything like that. But I mean, I've got I mean it's I've got six people, myself included, that you know all rely on you know paychecks from here. So like. In that aspect, it's positive that money's still coming in. We're still got sales. Um, I'm thankful that our business has been able to pivot already. I mean, we're already kind of, I mean, it's a food truck, so there's already kind of like, it's to go food anyway. Yes. So, like, we don't have a huge risk, you know, assessment to it because people just walk up to the truck and they're saying, I'm here to pick up for Tom, and I just hand them the bag and they walk away. Yeah, you don't so have to like, go back and forth. Exactly. You don't, like, you don't have to touch anything with their mouth. Exactly. On. Like, I, I have not gone out to eat since this is, well, I think about, I just, me and my father, it was his birthday, we went and got pizza and sat inside, and instead of starting a fight with my dad on his birthday, my wife didn't want to sit inside <laughs> eating a slice of pizza. Uh, I just shut my mouth and ate pizza with my dad on his birthday. So happy birthday, Dad! Where did you go for pizza? Uh, nowhere good. We were not in. <laughs> we were not in Richmond. We uh, we were, we drove up to Massanutten and stayed in a in a resort up there. Did not. I mean, like literally, we just watched HGTV for four days with my dad. Uh, thank did you. Nothing. Thank you. No, it was not nothing. Awesome. Like, yeah. Honestly, it was like it was good quality time. Like, we talked oh, yeah. about a ton of shit. Like. It was it was amazing. Like we had a, a, a really good time. It, it does not sound like it, but like I promise you, I, I, I felt a lot better even there. But yeah, it was just like the like 
mediocre pizza from just like a little resort restaurant there. It's called like Virginia Barbecue and Pizza Company or something. I mean, it was it was pizza. I'm not one of those people that has like a ton of opinions about pizza. Like, there's good pizza, there's bad pizza, there's pizza that some people would call pizza. But I'm like, that's pizza. Do you have a favorite pizza in Richmond? Um, so actually, last night I just had Tigers there. How is that? Oh, uh, I've never it's, even it's heard of De- this. It's Detroit style pizza. Oh, really? Um, it's square pizza then. It's a, square it's, pizza. It's, it's, yeah. no, it's a rectangle. Rectangle. But yes, um, uh, it is. I'll, I'll quote my partner. Uh, she said, "She said this is really delicious. I'm not sure if I would call it pizza. I would call it Italian meal bread." I Which I was like, that's pizza! He yeah. just explained pizza! I need to eat this now. It's, it's, think of almost kind of like a focaccia. It's a thicker, kind yeah. of chewy, so like it is not New York style pizza. It's not, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pizza. I've never been here, so I have to eat Yeah, well, because like, I don't know if... I don't know if it's like cheese oozes over the side, or they like cheese the side. I'm not quite sure, but like the crust almost has like a, like a Parmesan, like... Oh, like, it's got like a cheese crust. It's got like cheese skirt all around the whole side. So like, I think it's like applied on intentionally that way. Is um, it like school pizza? Right? It's not school pizza. No, that's why I was like, because like that's apparently coming back. Like that's like a thing school now. Pizza is a thing. School pizzas yeah. are coming back. Which I'm sorry. No offense to industrial. Th- actually, all offense to industrialized <laughs> food. We don't need to be bringing back. It is the, the shitty pizza that Henrico County Public Schools <laughs> served me. You know, with the, with, you know, no, we don't, that doesn't need, we don't need to bring that back and, like, zhuzh it up a little bit and, like, no. Like, well, that's exactly just, what's happening. No, like, we could just leave that, like, like, flat bread, like, it's, unle- like, it obviously was, like, a frozen thing that they just, like, unfolded, <laughs> put, like, canned tomato pizza sauce, cheese, and, like, six sprinkles of sausage on top, and we're like, it's for the kids, they'll be fine, it's a vegetable, it's got tomatoes. Yeah, like, ketchup counts as they're serving a vegetable, like, ugh. That's hilarious. We don't need that. I think it's definitely a sign of, like, the times we're living in, too. It's, like, a nostalgia thing. It's, like, when five times a crisis, that's what becomes crazy. <laughs> so people, like, when they're little, they're like, this is, like, the thing that I had when I was little. That's why I'm watching cartoons all day, because the world is on fire. Give me the school pizza. Well, so, like, they, I mean, apparently it's called Frito Pie, but, like, growing up, it was called Traveling Nachos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was like, now, that's one that I'm not, if someone started to bring that back, it wouldn't be too upset. Or a walking, a walking taco. A walking, I would say, there's many, there's many terms. We always, at, at Henrico County Public Schools, shout out Pinchback Elementary, um, not me, well, never mind, might be, he's probably racist. <laughs> he's, he's white from the 50s. Um, so, uh... Um, that's where I went to school. Kentucky Elementary out in the West End. But no, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that kind of, yeah. It was called a traveling nacho. We got always got very excited when we, when that was on the menu. Yeah. Like, but it was just like, and it wasn't ever Fritos. It was it Doritos. It was always Doritos. Yeah, thank you. We're going, I'm going camping this weekend. Yeah, it was Doritos and just like a scoop of just like, like taco meat, like brown. I've never had it in Doritos. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That awesome. It was, yeah, nacho, and then just like a little sprinkle of cheddar cheese. Like, I mean, it literally was Frito 5, but it was just never with Fritos. It was always with Doritos. 
sometimes they had Cool Ranch. I was about to say, I remember, like, it was one day, it was Cool Ranch Doritos, and I was like, what? Obviously, they were, like, out of their regular bags of Doritos. They are like, ah, who cares? I mean, it's Cool Ranch. Little did they know that, like, that's the better option than anything. Yeah, that's always. That's my favorite Dorito. Fun fact, Chaz, who we were talking about earlier, the executive chef here, hates ranch. Eh. There's a lot of people that are very anti Yeah, because you're anti-ranch. I'm, I'm like a fan very, of it. I'm very pro-ranch. Hit that only. Hit that. Really bad. If you're going to buy ranch, if you're not making it yourself, if you're buying ranch, you're going to get it out. And buy the packet. And, and, yeah, and exactly. buy the packet. Buy the packet. I'm always a blue cheese guy. Seattle? I love like it. chunk or no chunk? Because like sometimes the chunk is more the chunk. I don't. Okay. Seattle actually loves blue cheese. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's annoying for me though, because I feel like all my friends are like really into food, love blue cheese, and I always try it. I'm like, no, I still don't. Like you it. might not like it because you're not much of a ranch guy, but like the Hidden Valley Ranch with the Greek yogurt huh, yes. is actually really good. Yeah, that's cool. is that bottle? So it's it's in a bottle. Mm-hmm. It's it's like 60 cal. So like I got it because I was like, oh look, it's like if this tastes. Like kind of like ranch and doesn't have you know like 200 calories per you know whatever. Um, I was like, I'll try it. It's really good. I actually kind of like it a little bit more than regular ranch because it's got that like tang yeah. from the Greek yogurt. So I think it brings something different to the party that I, I really like. And I think the thing about ranch is it's too. I'm gonna say milky. Like it's it's too like it's too base. There's no like. Because that's what I like about blue cheese. Okay. Like, I like tang to it. Gotcha. So maybe I would you're like You're just this. like, yeah. okay, you're saying that just like the like base of like buttermilk, sour cream, mayonnaise. It's just like, yeah. it's, there's not a yeah. whole lot of flavor the flavor there. is fine. Like, I like the seasonings, but I think, yeah. I think with this Greek yogurt ranch, I might. Because, yeah, what is it? I mean, like the main, like everyone, it's like tarragon. Like, that's like the main. I mean, like there's dill yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, like dill. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked a little bit of like, you know, the buttermilk, if you use the seasoning, but the seasoning fabric, yeah, sometimes I do Greek yogurt instead. Most buttermilk you have isn't even real buttermilk. That's true. It's just milk with acid in it. Mm-hmm. And not the big kind of acid. There's a big kind of acid? Well, I mean, well, the, the, the fun kind of. I mean, oh. Well, not everyone says it's fun. I, I've never done acid, I wouldn't know. But. I feel like you shouldn't just like put that in ranch. <laughs> what, acid? So yeah. a real bad trip because it's ranch? There's just like hidden valleys everywhere, yeah, like just and just like saying, giant things of broccoli. That's how you get to hidden valley. Like it, no. That's oh yeah, you gotta go through the broccoli and carrot forest no, to get to the hidden valley. valley. Yeah. I just don't associate hallucinogens <laughs> with salad. With salad. Yeah. Have you ever? Well, have you ever tried eating while tripping? I never done. It's, it's a doozy. I never done LSD. Samesies. I was talking about this yesterday. I went to Hardee's for breakfast as I was coming down from an acid trip, and it was the worst, uh, worst meal of my life. I'm not gonna say worst experience of my life, but just like I remember breakfast. They, they got Cinnabons, right? Are they still are they still partnered up with Cinnabon? I don't think so. Taco Bell is now though. They have those little uh, yes. cinnamon balls. Like I, it's I, I used to love Taco Bell. Oh, and I still, into it now. I still love Taco Bell, but like as someone who like can make my own, I don't often go to Taco Bell anymore. I go there at least once a week, if not. So like, so I I've been trying to be better. That I used to eat a lot more faster than I do, uh, and my body was starting to show it. Uh, and so I've I've been dialing back, but like Dairy Queen, I think it's hot. I think it's an overlooked. Fast food place. A, oh. 
I mean, you get a blizzard. I mean, like, hey, they've got a whole dessert thing. So, like, and also, like, their combos you can get with a mini blizzard instead of a drink. So instead of getting a Coke, they'll literally give you a small milkshake. Or, I mean, it's a blizzard, it's not a milkshake. You know, you can turn it upside down and it'll drive through and it doesn't fall out, you know. I've only ever had the ice cream from Dairy Queen. I've never so, had, like, I've heard their hot dogs are good. The hot dogs aren't bad. The, the, the other thing that I like about Dairy Queen and other fast food burger places that you don't have to like, it comes with regu- what I consider, like, regular burger toppings. Lettuce, onion, tomato, ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, like, that type of thing. Like, you, that's just what their burgers come with. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I don't like a whole lot about, like, McDonald's and stuff like that is it's like the chopped onion, no lettuce. You gotta like ask for that stuff. And like, not that like stuff doesn't cost money, but the next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, 10 cents for the cheese, 15 cents for the lettuce, 5 cents for the tomato, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a burger. It should just have that on there. See, I don't think burgers should have vegetables like lettuce and tomato and stuff. Okay. So I, you're, you're a salad on the side, not on the burger kind of Yeah. Thing. Like a bacon cheeseburger should be bacon cheeseburger. You just listed what a bacon yeah. cheeseburger yeah. is. Okay. But see, I would want to made on that. I, 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 I like the, I like, well, so you're not properly laying your, your stuff there. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you don't want, you don't want two slippery wet things next to each other. So you, you get that, you get that tomato on there, but like, you know, but yeah, just like, I like having that, that variety of texture. You get some cooling, some crisp, you know, like a nice yeah. crispy salada, the juice from the tomato, you get that bite from like raw, I don't care if it's white or red onion, you know, like whatever, just like, like Dairy Queen's got a, got a solid burger. And for six bucks, you literally can get a burger, a side, and a mini, uh, a junior blizzard. I didn't get the blizzard's a dollar forty nine extra. It's like Dairy Queen. Maybe I'll go there today. Dairy Queen's yeah. a good one. I don't think I've been there since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, Dairy Queen, under, underrated fast food place. Is it? You know what the next question is going to be. What's my favorite? Yeah. Fast, I, I, you know, as a fan of the podcast, I'm familiar with yeah. anyway, that. Yeah. Um, you know, in no particular order, if I was naming, like, my top three... And I know that you guys are on, or at least one of you is on board with this, of the Arby's. Yeah, I'm an Arby's convert. And I can attest to the bizarreness that, like, Richmond has the best Arby's. Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, the Root family or whatever, and they just, like, give a shit about their Arby's franchises or not, but, like, I've got Arby's in other large cities, and I'm like, this isn't as good. Now, this is exactly why. This isn't as good. that own the ones here really can. Yeah. And so well, they're, 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 like, Richmond big, I mean, they own, like, Can Can. Yeah. They have, like, Can Can, and, I mean. Yeah, yeah. they but, really care, so it's really good. So when people are, who are not from here are, like, let's, they, everyone else thinks it's really weird. Yeah. The only my only complaint about Arby's, and it's not necessarily a complaint, but it's it's almost more of a treat. You go to Arby's if you really get what you want to get at an Arby's. Like for like eight dollars more, you could have gone and had like a sit down restaurant meal. Arby's is so expensive. But you can sit down but at the Arby's at that stop, the one out in Short Pump that uh-huh. looks like a fucking ski shack. I call yeah. that one the mothership. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like a ski lodge. That's like, 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 like is there alcohol? Yep. There's alcohol there, there's Wi-Fi. They used to have a burrito bar. I don't know if it's still there, but like when they opened, they had like a separate, like you ordered here at Arby's, and if you wanted something else, you went over here. 
and order it. I'm pretty sure it's a burrito bar. Yeah. So yeah, so for our friends that listen to this that are not from Richmond, if you come and visit us in Richmond, go to Arby's. We're probably going to take you to Go to Arby's. Go to Arby's. Yeah. Arby's. They're, they're delicious. As, as the guy who voices Archer, whose name escapes me right now, they have the meats. John, John, John Benjamin. John Benjamin. Yeah, yeah H. John Benjamin. Yeah. He, he, he's the, I don't know if he's still their spokesman, but he was briefly. He's also when they were doing that. We have Arby's. We have the meats. He's Bob and Bob Burgers. Too, he right? is Bob and Bob. Yeah, that's yeah. very disorienting once you realize that. The, the, it's like Archer and Bob. Yeah. Did you see the episode of Bob's Burgers where they got the artist from Archer to do like the beginning? Or maybe it's an episode of Archer where he's in Bob Burgers. I, I know there they're, they're doing a little crossover. Right? No, no, but like I would say, in no particular order, we already talked about Dairy Queen, but like Dairy Queen, Arby's, Sonic, and Taco Bell. Sonic. Wendy's as a Wendy's as a as a like honorable mention. I, I used that was what I used to grow up. I, Dude, Judy bacon cheeseburger and a frosting, especially back when Wendy's used to have the salad bar, you'd get that chocolate pudding. Woo! Show them age there. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, show them. They also have the butterscotch pudding, which I didn't like, but my brother loved. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Sonic with all the, you know, you get a slushy with nerds in it. Sonic is so I haven't been to Sonic in a long time. Yeah. I don't like, I remember not liking them because their onion rings are sweet. Like sugary sweet. I also I like I also like to get their their like Western cowboy burger or whatever they call it. It's like on Texas toast with the onion ring and barbecue sauce. I get it without barbecue sauce. But sometimes the bread almost tastes sweet too. And I know it's because they have like French toast stuff on the menu too. So like sometimes I feel like it's like a little like. I don't want to say like cross contamination, but almost like was this like did this did you guys cook these together? Did you well, yeah, yeah like, they didn't sell the French toast and then just like ship off the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's not now. it's not every time. But sometimes yeah. I'm like or, or that's the thing, it's like it's like is it because they use it for their French toast bread that maybe like the bread is formulated to be like a little uh, yeah. like almost like a I don't want to call it brioche because let's be honest, it's not going to be actually brioche, but like something that's got like a little bit like higher like sugar and content or something because they use it as the French toast bread. So. Does Sonic have breakfast? Yeah, all day. Yeah, all day. Yeah, and they have like happy hour and shit too. Yeah, I knew about that. They have yoga. They have like like drink happy hour and all that stuff from like three to five and like no, yeah. And in Florida, I don't know if they have some other places. They have Sonic beach houses. Ooh. Is that like brew brew through? It, it actually kind of does look like a blue through through, but not really. It looks like something. Does it still exist? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know, you had to have like the Elmo or the Grover or something like in in like urban streetwear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or like a tweet, like all the girls would have like Tweety Bird. Oh yeah. Any girl that had that Tweety Bird thing though, a nameplate necklace, those are tough girls. They <laughs> never have to do not, right Yeah, do not mess with them. They can fight. <laughs> uh, no, the Sonic Beach House, it's kind of like a Taco Bell Cantina, where the, they have all the stuff. Alcohol and the different there's, al- there's alcohol, you can get like, you know, like a like a beer or whatever in there. But there's one by my parents' house, and they'll probably know that's nice. there. Close to the public library. Nice. Long John Silver's. 
never eaten there. Also a good one. I, they got they got good mush puppies. The trick long service is good. Cantonese is not the same as trash. I yeah, long service. The one the one that I used to go to the one up here on Midlothian Turnpike infrequently, uh, and it's closed. And I don't think that one had a drive thru anyway, so mm-hmm. it doesn't meet your criteria. Agolitas will be having a drive thru soon. So that will that will be my new answer when that actually comes. I remember when there was a Long John Silver's and W hybrid. Over uh, on Broad Street, and now it's a, yeah. now it's a pool supply. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm familiar. Uh, <laughs> we would go there, and I would always go to a and I used to not like seafood at all when I was a kid. Okay. But now I love it. So maybe I will... I, okay. What's your, like, go-to seafood? Because, like, that's the one that, like, yeah. people are like, I love seafood. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, my dad loves seafood, but he wants, like, grilled fish. Yeah. Like, like, flavor, like not just, yeah. like, plain grilled fish, but I mean, like, when he's like, I love seafood, like, he wants, like... Too. And, like, and I was like, okay. And a couple of other people on 
told me that they just thought, like, something like mangoes. They, they're like, I thought mangoes just made my mouth itchy. And, that's, and you're like, that's called an allergy. That's, yeah, that's called an allergy. What other food like, makes your mouth Not itchy. everything has to be, like, a full-on, yeah. like, anaphylaxis. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know. If scalps just made my mouth itchy, I would still be eating them. Do you carry an uh, Can you no. afford an <laughs> No, the thing about it is, is my. They're so expensive. Yeah, they are really expensive. And if that was the case, though, I'd risk it all, and I would still do that. Or yeah. I'd just take the. I'll do what my mom did. My mom's allergic to mangoes. She just takes half a vinegar before she eats them. Okay. And just eats them, which is perfect. So it's a little bit in your family. You said your dad's allergic to blue crab. Yeah. Mom, but that's mango. not my react. My reaction is that I like throw up. Okay. If I, if I eat so it's like it's not worth it to do yeah. that. It's a terrible, like it's the worst feeling I've ever felt. How would feel terrible for someone to have like a soy allergy, or like when people yeah. have like garlic or egg allergies? Because okay. yeah, well, like with soy, soy is in so it's much in stuff. Everything. But then like there's a lot of stuff that doesn't quote unquote doesn't have soy, but then has like soy lecithin in it. And so, like, that then, like, knocks out a whole other stuff. You know, same thing kind of with, like, garlic or onion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, like, I have an alum allergy. Like, yes. I can't have garlic and onions. And so you're literally like, well, I mean, like, this is a kitchen where we cook things that taste good. So, like, mm-hmm. let me let me go down the list real fast of things that don't have onion or garlic in it. And, like, on our truck, it's like, nothing. Yeah. Like, or I mean, even, like, nightshades. Like, like, um, and then I've got a couple of people that are looking to nightshade vegetables. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, those are all yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I can. I can only imagine that it's something that you live a little bit. I don't say fear, but like you have a lot of allergies. Like, it's like finding a place that you could like safely eat to go out to eat or something like that, and then not be the dietary choice. Like, it's a true allergy because, like, mm-hmm. I think with so many of the like dietary stuff that happens, I feel like sometimes, like, servers and cooks are a little, like, blasé and lazy about it. And it's like, are you really allergic to gluten? Or are yeah. like, uh, and it's like, well, no, like, some people actually really are. Yeah. So, like, you need to take it seriously. Yeah. Celiac is a very, very big problem. Yeah. Not something, and it's not like you can, like, taste the gluten in it, yeah. necessarily. And you don't have a reaction. It's just doing damage. So it's, like, very serious. Yeah. yeah. We've got an allergy book on the truck, so, like, we try and have um, uh, all, of, all of our core recipes we've got all the allergens for, but like I will say, we've got some room for improvement for like some of the like specials and things like that. But like we've always got something on the truck that if someone comes up and says, "Hey, I have you know," it's got all the like common like whatever like eight core is you know like eggs, wheat, dairy, soy, yes, yeah. nuts. Uh, that's why we only we only use canola oil for all our frying and stuff like that. So that way, there's no soy. And like someone who works on a truck has a she's a, she's a vegan with a cashew nut with a tree nut allergy. Oh, so she's yeah. allergic to cashews. So like we don't have any vegan stuff that's cashew related. So yeah. I'm not gonna bring something on the truck that could get her sick. Like, yeah. like, hey, 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 you can't eat it. You want me to make a shift meal? Like oh yeah. never mind. The vegan stuff we can't make for you. Yeah. So like it's. It's, we buy, because like cashew cheese, we get an oat-based cheese. Um, oh. Rooted Delights, uh, locally owned, black owned, and also just like good fucking people. Like Janae and Alex are just salts of the earth. All right. Like it was, I don't, I don't remember how, like I honestly, I don't even remember like how we hooked up. I think it was literally just through like Instagram. Because like I know, I can't think of the name of it, but it's cashew based. The other local Unmoved. Unmoved, yeah. Um, like we got some of his stuff 
Um, but then it was like, oh, you're allergic to cashews, Caitlin? Oh. Yeah. Because that was the first thing. I was like, oh man, I made this. Like, keep going. It's like, oh, it's good. And she's like, well, how did you make it? And I was like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, can you eat that? And I was like, oh. Bummer. Well, fuck. <laughs> I need to know if this tastes good. But it doesn't taste good to me, but like, I'm not eating it. <laughs> like, I, I had some cashew cheese that was delicious. No, I wasn't saying that like the cashew cheese didn't taste good, but it was like, you know. Like, just like, holy. Yeah, we, we, all of our vegan stuff, we, we stay away from highly processed, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, if I, if I was vegetarian or vegan, I would want to be like, oh man, I really like this vegetable, I'm going to cook it in a good way to make it good, as opposed to like, just be like chicken, cat, yeah, 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 yeah,
Uh, I'm not one of those, I don't know if there's something wrong with my mouth. Um, uh, Captain Crunch does not, does not bother me in the slightest. Everyone's like, Captain Crunch, what's the root of your mouth? The root of your mouth. And I'm like, never, I'm 33 years old and I've never, never done that. Huh. For me it does, but I like it. I think it's worth it. It's like salt and vinegar chips or like sour patch kids where you're just like, you're still eating them and you're like, my teeth and face hurt, but... I like Sour Patch Kids. I could not stop eating Sour Patch Kids once I started. It's like Pringles for me. I can't buy the, if, if you ever buy like a bigger bag, I made that mistake before. Don't buy the bigger bag. Because I'll just eat the whole thing and I'll have a stomach ache. That's oh. terrible. It's so good. Uh, more than one occasion, a five pound bag of Gold Black Forest or Harbor Gummy Bears has come home and lasted uh, 18 hours. It's like, did you just eat five pounds of gummy worms in a day and a half? And you're like, yeah. Did I eat anything else? No. So yeah. calorically, I'm fine, Mom. Shut up. Living off these sour patch kids. My, my brother has a friend that works at the Hershey factory. Ooh. In Hershey, Pennsylvania? Uh-huh. Nice. And there's a store for employees that, like, defective candy goes to. So even if, like, it's a misprint on the box, yeah, it goes it. to the store and it's sold for, like, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. So uh, for Christmas, my brother got me a box of Reese's Pieces, and it was gone in two weeks. Reese's Pieces. Oh. Yes. <laughs> they so it was an American box, but they put European weights on it, like uh, like, like the nip. So it was like, oh, can't sell it. Uh, it's weird because you have to have European weights on stuff here anyway. Really? Gotta have, yeah, you gotta have it. Maybe maybe that's why. Maybe they had like the grams in front of because it's supposed to be ounces grams here. Huh. Yeah, I remember looking yeah. at the box and like that looks wrong, we but I don't know what it is. We're starting to bag our shits and so like we're, we're oh, going through yeah. the process of doing all that, which is like when if if and or when you get it going on the jams, it's like ten times worse. Great. Because it's because you're doing like preserve you know, it's like preserved or like fermented or any of that stuff. That just brings in a whole nother especially with fermented stuff because like as you know it's controlled spoilage. So like like, literally just like, I'm like, yeah, it's just, we're frying chips, putting them in bags, and sealing them, and, you know? And they're like, well, you can't just do that. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's really all it is. It's really fun. <laughs> and they're like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get back with you, and we'll double check everything. And I'm like, okay. And it's been like, a month. Oh, no. And I'm like, yeah. Are you, you going to try and get them into stores and stuff? Eventually. The, the, I mean, I'm very much a kind of like, Slow and steady. Well, not really, actually. Um, I'm more just like ADD. So I get fixated on one thing and take that until I get bored, and then I just jump ship and go do something else. But um, currently, I'm focused on ships. Uh, no, the plan the plan is to get to to get them so that we can like sell them off the truck initially, and then start reaching out to you know slow and steady. Like the the truck is our main source of income. We're not you know it's like yeah. So, but no, we would love to be in, you know, like Outpost or Stella's or, I mean, crazily one day, you know, Kroger or some shit like that. Like, I wouldn't, I mean. Are you going to make your own tortillas? No, we are just doing <laughs> white corn yeah. tortilla chips. I'm not trying to, you know, figure out, you know, make our own ranch powder. We were, we were thinking about maybe doing kind of like the Chipotle style, like do the, like, uh, the lime Ooh, salt thing. Yeah. So we toyed with some like batches of like lime salt, where you know we're like juicing limes into salt and dehydrating it and all this kind of stuff. And, and it, it was one of those ones where it was just kind of like A, already does it, and B, like it was just kind of like that's a lot of more, more you know, 
Like, there's, only, there's only so many hours in a day, and, and so it's just kind of like people love our chips. I mean, we just cut prime every day, and they get fried in a fryer that only fries chips. I think that's literally the biggest difference. Uh-huh. People all the time are like, "What do you need chips? What's different about them? They're just—I don't know why they're so good." And the one, the one reason, the one difference is we cut actual corn tortillas as opposed to buying like the pre-cut chips. Yeah. So the thickness is it's thicker, but we use a dedicated fryer that only only fries chips. Like. So, like, it, you don't get any weird, like, off flavors like you would at a place that's, you know, like at a Mexican restaurant or something where they're dropping stuff that maybe goes into a fryer that maybe, you know, fried chicken or fish or seafood, you know, whatever. So, it's like, you get some, you know. That's weird. One day, take over the world with, our, with my chips. Fuck off, Tostitos. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a mine. No, go ahead. No. <laughs> there's a there's a local comp- I I I there's someone else that makes chips here in Richmond that does a very good job and it does something does something similar and so they're they're in a lot of stores and they're in a lot of things and so I I, I like I'm not a super competitive person so like I don't you know I, as as someone who was a like a business store owner someone was like oh like I want to put my chips in your store I'd be like oh we already have chips no thanks. So, I'm, that's why I'm trying to figure out ways to, like, not go into stores a little bit, because, like, I don't know, in my mind, I'm kind of like, if I've already got this other chips, like, that's I'm gonna, like yeah. it's a small, like, we're not talking Kroger, I mean, we're talking, like, Outposts or Stella's, it's like, I wouldn't waste shelf space on two of literally the exact same product. Right. You know, so, like, I joke in my mind of, like, oh, we're gonna take her out one day, but, like, no, like, not at all, like, she's, she's killing it, she's doing a great job, she's got a good product. So, but so do we. Yeah. And there's room for both of us. Yes. I just love chips, man. Chips make me so excited. Dude, so many people love chips. I love chips. I think, so we, we have these ones that we call puffy chips, because they like kind of puff up, almost like a 3D Dorito. Ooh. But they're gross. I hate them. But they're gross. I hate them. People love them. I had, to do, I had to do a whole thing on our Instagram of like, because I'll like kick them out. As I'm frying, because I'm like, no, because they don't they don't crisp up. So I think to me, when I eat them, I feel like I'm eating a stale chip because it's like chewy. So like I, in my mind, of like a quality assurance is like fuck these puffy chips. So I'll like flip them out. But like we had people that used to work on this truck, shout out Mariah, who was like, I love the puffy chips. She's like, you can fill the whole puffy chip with rocket sauce, which is our like probably chipotle sour cream that we made. She's like, it's the best thing in the world. And then, like, I was, like, asking other people, and, like, there are so many people that are like, I love the puffy chips. And I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, a chip is supposed to be, like, crisp and crunchy and, and, no. Then I can make some good nachos with some puffy chips. I got, I got, out, I got outvoted on the puffy chips, so, like, I don't even, I don't even pick them out anymore. That's hilarious. You know? So you just let them, you let them slide. I let them, I let them slide. I mean... But like literally, they look, they'll puff up almost. Like if you get one that doesn't break, it'll puff up and it literally looks very similar like a 3D Dorito. Awesome. Again, showing our age. <laughs> I remember... Didn't they come in like, not a bag? I, I was having a debate with somebody about that. I feel like they came in like a tube. That's what I thought, because like, it was like in a bag, they would crush so easily. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, they were in like a Pringles-esque. It was like, like a, a little... Bigger, yeah. Like, yeah, like I think it was... Like an oatmeal box? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would bite off a corner of 3D Doritos and then pour in chocolate milk and then throw them out. That's okay. disgusting. Um, I'm like, yeah, that, my initial reaction on that was, I was like, 
like seven. <laughs> I was experimenting. I don't like chocolate cereal. I was listening I to like the. I was either. listening to the. I was listening to the where you you walked Francesca through all your these, your favorite cereals. cereals. I wouldn't like. I I I think if you're eating wet cereal, it is a. It is a, it's a race against the clock in a certain fashion. Yes, I like it's it's of of it depend it depending on personal preference. People that like soggy cereal, I don't want to be friends with them. Whoa, well, I, should, I guess I should leave. Okay, <laughs> well yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad now, but like you know, place, you put the milk on it, you eat it, kind of fast. Exactly, because you want it to stay soggy cereals. Is, I'm very texture based, okay. so like that's why like some of the foods that I don't like, like I don't really like uh, beets. Some of you that taste like dirt, like okra. I don't. I like, don't like. I, it's a. T- it's like I don't like that kind of. I can eat fried okra, but I, I can't eat. I've had fried okra, really like and too. I'm and it's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm like uh, okay. This 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 took away one of the major contributing factors why I don't like it, which is like that kind of like slimy. Like I don't like the texture of it. I like it in like gumbo, but yeah, not, yeah. I'll definitely eat that. That sounds. Good. I can't eat okra. Nah, but like yeah, like, wet cereal, man. It's like. Like, you, you pour the milk in, you wait like 30 seconds, but it actually, and then, and then you just gotta... Sometimes I'll pour a bowl of cereal and then like cook the rest of my breakfast. Oh my god. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> just the sound of that makes you just go, ugh, why did you just waste all that delicious cereal? But it's like oatmeal at that point. Oatmeal is hot. Oatmeal, yeah, oatmeal still has like a has like, like, like a toothiness to it, like a chewiness yeah. to it. That's true, and a ton of people do cold oats, so. Yeah, yeah like the overnight oats overnight thing. Oats. Oh, I'm so chia seeds. That is <laughs> hilariously my boyfriend's like favorite thing to have in the morning now. I can't believe he is like mailman. What about flaxseed? Yeah, he puts flaxseed in it. Does he do whole? Does he do whole or milk? I think. I'm not sure if he's still doing flaxseed, I think. I think it was milk when he was doing it. It needs to be milk because he was doing whole flaxseed. There's too small and the outer and no storm of like it is too hard. Because right, right. right through your body, you don't get like nothing. You gotta milk yeah. that shit. But I think mostly he does. He's um, pooping out chia. whole flaxseeds. He does chia and the oatmeal and he puts it in his like mason jars. It's so funny to see him do that. So I'm just like, I never thought he'd be the kind of meal prep. Just a man, like a man doing that now. Like a man that like did not have like a real bed until like recently. Like, how many so pillows? Weird. How many pillows did he have before he met you? I think he did have two. Okay, okay. it's not that. When was the last time he bought them? Though uh, I'm sure they're very because my girlfriend just threw out all my pillows. I was like, look, I had more than one pillow because I'm an adult. She's like, why don't you buy these pillows? I was like, I don't like taking yours. And I did, <laughs> yeah, and I threw away like all of his pillow cases and stuff because they were they were like silky. Bachelor, black bachelor ones, <laughs> and I was like, but they're like polyester. I was like, you shouldn't have these. They're terrible. Shittily, because I'm like a, an actual child. All of my bed sheets are my queens. It's very hard to find novelty bed sheets for queens. Where do you find them? Pottery Barn Kids. They have a whole oh, yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars collection. I have three different sets of Star Wars sheets for my queen size beds. I've had the same sheets for six years now, and I've been looking for like dinosaurs. Do you have two sets of sheets? No. Nope. Look at these. But you can wash the ones and no. put the fresh sheet on. Well, no. What I do is I wash the sheets and I let my bed breathe, and then I make it. Do you oh. spray Febreze on it while you're letting it breathe? You better do it. That's a that's a pro. That's a pro. What is going on in the bed that you guys have to let it? Breathe. The bed need to breathe. I'm a sweaty dude. I'm just saying. 
my partner, my partner the other day, she was like, is it weird that we sleep under different, like, covers? And I was oh, like, no, it's not at all, because I'm a literal baby furnace. And so, like, I, in the summer, like, I do not sleep with anything, maybe a top sheet. Maybe. Because I'm, like, 106 degrees in the middle of the night. She loves it in the winter, because she can just, you know, burrow next to the warmth. But yeah, she's under like a sheet and a pillow and everything, and I'm like, how are you not just like sweating? I'm sweating just sitting here. I'm learning so much today. Yeah. I'm surprised you have a top sheet. I got a fitted sheet. I got a top sheet. A lot of men your age do not have a top sheet. That was something I learned via TikTok, but apparently that's how I think. I'm a top sheet fan. Who doesn't like a top sheet? Yeah, you have to fan running the whole time. Because then you don't have to wash your entire quilt. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. You can wash your sheet. You just wear a hand washer quilts, too. Yeah. I don't. I've also had Mine's one. Mine's from my grandma's, I do. Mine's from Target, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about it. She can't have any more. I need to buy a new one of those, too. Because I remember it was very fluffy when I first bought it, and now it's basically a top sheet. Yeah, but you know, you defluffed it. Or you can get a duvet, a duvet cover. What's a, I don't even know what so, a duvet okay, is. Okay, so duvet is a comforter. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's a, a comforter. It's a comforter. It's, a comforter. it's the duvet. It's French. Uh, and they make, they take a comforter and then you shove this thing inside of a comforter. It's got buttons at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So that way you can just like wash less You take things. the cover out and then you wash that. So it's a sheet for your comforter. Yeah. It's, uh, like a, it's, it's more like a pillowcase for your comfort. Yeah, okay. Back to the pillows. I hate new pillows. I love worn in. I know it's disgusting because of all like you all know, men, yeah, it's all the sebum and you drool. All men are like this though. No, that's yeah. true. I feel like it, a lot of them are. My dash tag is not all men. Not all men. <laughs> <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> my dad loves trash. Um, my dad has these pillows. <laughs> That are so old and gross, but they're his favorite pillows. Like I remember when he was in the hospital, he like we had to bring one of these gross pillows, and that was his big concern is like if he got moved or something, that the pillow would be missing. And like we wrote it on his like chart thing that we could write, and please bring make sure pillow. you like. Don't this is his childhood pillow. Yeah, for but it's like so years. gross. It's like a stuffed animal. It's like animal. so flat. Like they're so flat. But yeah. they fit perfectly. That's, yeah. that's I, I had this argument with my father recently because he has a shed full of bunk beds and twin size beds and everything like that from when we were kids. Oh. And so now he's a grandfather. So he, you know, he's, he, so he's he's uh, building a house and he's you know move into the you know when he moves into that. He's gonna bring all that stuff, and I was like, "You're not bringing like all the mattresses to run to your kids too." He's like, "Yeah, they're still in there, of course." And I was like, "Dad, they're they're 25 year old twin mattresses. Like, I, I think your grandkids can sleep on a mattress that I haven't slept on." Yeah, that like, sounds like it's because the other thing I was, I was like, I was like, you need like two sets of bunk. He's got three grand, grandkids, so it's like you need like two sets of bunk beds in the house. It's like four mattresses. We're talking twin size kids mattresses. Where it's like a hundred bucks. Like I will buy. Like I literally was like, I, when you move, I will buy you new mattresses for all your grandkids. I promise you. And you can. And I want you. And I'm gonna watch you throw these ones away because I don't trust you. And he's like, there's nothing wrong with them, Brian. It's a mattress. He said he was like, metal coils don't go bad. Oh, I was like, yeah! <laughs> no, no. 
blow his mind if it's not like metal coils and the matches. I'm, I'm, I'm betting that he's going to like open the ship because they're probably like in the back corner and has to look at him in like 15 years. I'm sure it's like a squirrel. Yes, yeah, like, there's a family of something. <laughs> I'm hoping. Because then at least at that point he'll be like, okay, these are now in the 30s. Like, he's, not, he's not like a weird horror. But he's, he's someone who, who's very critical and he does not see the need to buy a mattress more than once every 40 years. I will. Mattresses need to be replaced. Pillows, no. Mattress, they say, and I think this is just big mattress telling you, you know, every 10 years they say you should get a new mattress. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. That doesn't seem like that much. I don't think big mattress is pushing, pushing too much with that. Yeah. And they say too that newer foam, foam ones last longer than some of the old ones. I'm a big fan of the original Mattress Factory, the uh, handmade here in Richmond, Virginia, uh, right there on the Midlothian Turnpike. Um, and you can still flip them over. Yes. Yeah, so I, miss I, I can't flip mine because I got the pillow top. And oh. I, I can, like, rotate it. Yeah. Oh, I got the pillow top both sides. Whoa, okay. Uh, shout out Original Mattress Factory, www.originalmattressfactory.com. Yeah, they're made here in America. They're, like, literally, they've got a factory on the Lithuanian Turnpike. They make them right there. That's great, because yeah. I need a new mattress in about three years, so. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're writing all these sponsorship ideas. We need to email right these people. Like, Look, you got a small podcast. Well, I got, when I knew I... Like, my mattress was crap to begin with, and then, like, one day in the middle of the night, I was like, I can't live like this. And I ordered, like, I think it was a password mattress. I ordered one, like, in the middle of the night, and it was just like, come to my house now, because they're having some big sale. And it was the best decision. Do you, you like it? I think it's a password I got. I love the one that I got. Okay. Awesome. Did it off-gas, like, weird smells for a couple no, days? No, I didn't. I think the purple one. I was about to say, I've heard some complaints that it's like, it... The purple mattress is weird. Yeah. My, yeah. my friend got a purple mattress and he was like stoked for it. And then after two nights, he was like, I kind of fucking hate this thing. Yeah, the top one that I have, I love it. Yeah. But they are expensive. I think they were having a major sale when I was Yeah. Well, I guess so. That's how I got my weighted blanket. Oh, I always love those too. Yeah. It used to, did, when, you, when you first got it, did it like knock you the fuck out? Because it did for me. Like, I would literally, like, I would be like, I'm going to take a nap. And I would, like, pull on. Like, if I got into the weighted blankets, because my girlfriend's got one. And I remember, like, I was having a horrible day. I was, like, super stressed out. I went over to her place and, like, took a shower. I was just like, I'm going to bed. Like, I was like, I need to just, like, start over fresh tomorrow. And she was like, here, put on this weighted blanket. And I, like, like 13 seconds later, it was, like, asleep. Saw in a log and a half, and like woke up like 14 hours later, like having the best, most refreshing sleep I've ever had in my life. It's like still, it's like 20 pounds on top of it. Yeah, I think it's still pretty effective. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone. It's it's like leveled off a little bit for me. It still feels good when I sleep under it and stuff like that. But like, I remember when I first started it, I was like. I would be like, oh, I'm just gonna like lay down for like five minutes. Next thing you know, you actually pull a weighted blanket over yourself, and you're just like, out yeah, for, you for not have this. I'm gonna have to get one. Yeah, it's apparently based in science. Like it's like acupressure e type stuff. You know that like having like the physical weight over your body like releases like dopamine or something. I don't know. It's I was really scared that, that something was going to happen because Doug, my dog, likes to sleep under the covers with me. And I actually remember Googling, like, is this dangerous for a dog to sleep under a weighted blanket? And everyone was acting like that was ridiculous. I'm like, this weighs 15 pounds. Yeah. 
doubly swell pounds. Tell me more about the. What if you look at the. I didn't know more about Doug and you more about Larry. I hear Larry just had a birthday. And what is this? It was our anniversary. Anniversary. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, Dad. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So you've had Larry for 10 years now? Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, I'm surprised. I How old is he? Uh, he'll be 11 in November. Okay, so you got he was a baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Doug is like such a goofball. Doug and Larry are best friends. Yes. Nice. Only, but Doug is like a little bit of a dramatic personality. Like, a couple of times I've caught him making a noise next to Larry as if Larry like, snapped at him or did something to him, and Larry's like not doing anything. And it's like he's like trying to get like my attention. It sounds like my cat. Or like cat something. Be like, I'm gonna fuck with Jupiter. Or like, I'm like, can you do Because Tom and I lived together for a short period of time, and then um, like, like Doug would just try to take Larry's stuff. Like Larry would be playing with something, and he would try to take it. Like he doesn't care that Larry is four times bigger than him. And he, what Doug was trying to take was the size of Doug. Yeah, like like just this whole. Like, no, that's fine. Yeah, I don't like it better than that. Or would he just eating it, even though Larry's food was raised up on a thing, he'd be trying to eat all of Larry's food, and it's just like, I don't Yeah. Larry's really bad about eating. He eats on his terms, which does not work well when he lives with two other dogs. Because then the other dogs just eat his food. Just eat his food, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jupiter's kind of the same way. Thankfully, my cat Henry does not eat dog food, but the opposite does happen. So, uh, oh, yeah. I that's that, like cat food. Yeah, well, cause, yeah, it's because it's got more protein. Yeah. It's not good for them, like, mm-hmm. long term. But like, cause of the, it smells, I mean, it's protein, so they like, they know that it's energy, so. Yeah, I had to like, I had to like rearrange my living room, because I already fed my cat pie, just cause. Yeah. And, um, on top of the bookcase, and, uh, I figured out that like, Jupiter had figured out a way. I mean, we were talking like, it was a decent jump, but he would jump from the back of the couch to literally a bookcase. Two bookcases side by side, and he would jump to that somehow and eat Jupiter the dog. Jupiter, mm-hmm. my forty-eight pound failed doodle <laughs> experiment. That's what they think he is. They think oh, he's a failed. Yeah, they think he's a failed like labradoodle, but not not a lab. They were like, we think a poodle mixed with something. They were like, we literally like. I mean, the vet was like, this literally might be like someone because he kind of. Looks like a failed doodle experiment, and apparently, like, like all the rage that like you want these days is hypoallergenic poodle mixes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, people love those poodle doodles. Yeah. My my girlfriend has a friend who has one that got it for free, as long as she let it get pregnant five times. Uh, I was like, that sounds terrible. So like, she has to like give her dog back to the breeder like, once a year for, like, five months until it, like, gets impregnated, has the babies, and then is, like, old enough to, like, wean the baby, like, because, like, Labradoodles aren't, like, a recognized breed. No, they're not. And so they're trying to make it one Mm -hmm. or something, and I was like, this sounds like the weirdest, most sketchy, scammy, like, backyard breeder shit. She's like, oh, he's a, like, you know, he's, like, a real breeder and all that. I'm like, I don't want to deal with a pregnant dog Five times, like one time, let alone five yeah, times. Also, seems like I wonder how often it's healthy for a dog to be yeah. pregnant too. It seems like that would be a lot of stress. Yeah, and it's just like, well, she had the dog for free, and I'm like, that. Mm-hmm. I mean, sort of. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. Like, and also just like, don't buy a dog for five thousand dollars. Yeah, adapted. Yeah. 
Shout out to RCC. Yes, yes. And yes. several other. Yeah. Richmond Animal League, uh, the SBCA. Oh, that would be killer, dog. No. no. Yeah, Robin Starr. <laughs> when? Uh, like several years. Okay, this is. Oh, sorry. <laughs> fun, bit, fun bit of uh, Richmond uh, dog trivia. Um, Robin Starr, who uh, is like the executive director, was of the Richmond uh, SPCA, left her dog in the back seat on a hot day. Oh my god! And like didn't and like forgot about it. Like it was. I mean, like I'm not saying that it was a hard. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's yeah, not. I just had it, but I mean, I'm sure that it was absolutely fucking traumatic. Like That's I could not imagine. You know, like. But yeah, it was something where it was like, you know, she thought her husband had the dog, he thought she had the dog. Like, I mean, it was like, it literally reads like one of those stories that happens like when people like fucking leave their kids in a hot car and shit. Like, it was just like, she thought like they had dropped them off at doggy daycare and like she went and like ran a bunch of errands and like came back out to the car and like the dog was like, nuts. Sometimes I worry that I've accidentally let Doug out outside and I, like it's a total, I would never do this, but it's a total distress, anxiety thing, and I sometimes I think I've left him outside accidentally, and I have to like go and like look for him in the house, and yeah. it's not that big. He's always just like sitting on the couch, like what? Like when I'm just like, ah, I'm just like oh, oh, there you are. No, I've done that before too. One time he actually got out of the, the backyard, because it was like, Jeeper, he, he goes outside, does his business, comes back inside. He has no, he does not want to be outside. That is exactly hilarious. He likes going on walks and stuff like that. I mean, he's two years old. Like, he likes going outside. But, like, he likes being outside with his people. If he's, he doesn't like being outside by himself. So it was one of those things where, like, I let him outside, and my neighbor, or, because um, I live in a duplex, my neighbor, I think, had, like, left the, the door open, the gate open or something, because it was, like, Five minutes had gone by, normally he's back at the door, you know, scratching to be let in, and it's like, go outside. Nowhere. So my heart, like, oh. drops. I see the, the gate, like, swing in, you know, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> go back inside, put on clothes, run outside. Yeah, he was, like, literally on the corner. Like, yeah, good. He's not a runner. <laughs> he literally was just like, oh, hey, guys. Smelling, yeah. smelling these flowers over here. Doug is too scared to run away. Yeah. But he does love, now that it's so hot, he loves to like roast his body on the pavement outside of that. Like, oh, Friday, he likes like just lying there beside him. Like, buddy, I'm not staying out here with you. You can stay out here for a little bit longer, but then you gotta go. Like, so I'm like, I don't know what to do. He's just like a hundred like desert. He's like a desert dog. Does yeah. Doug have a pool? No, but I wanna get him one. I feel like, but he. He, I thought he would like the hose. He's very afraid of a hose. I could, yeah, he's too small. He's I feel like it would hurt him. But even, but even just like a little sprinkle, he's like, I don't like that. I don't like being, yeah. He just, and so now, even if I'm just holding it, he just like he runs and he like tries to hide from it. We got a stock tank pool from Tractor Supply Company. Yeah, that would be so fun. It is. It was a good move. And we got it for free, so that was kind of cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, we ordered it online and went and picked it up, and they didn't think we picked it up, so they refunded our money. Alright. So I was like, yeah, totally, totally forgot to pick that suck tank up. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Put it back in my credit card. I appreciate it. <laughs> so. Do you fill it with ice to keep cool? Uh, no, it's just filled with uh, water, and uh, okay. it's. It's eight foot long and three foot wide, so me and my girlfriend can lay end to end in it, and we have little floats. Nice. 
Yes. <laughs> they have cup holders. We recently bought a small aluminum folding table next to it for our alcoholic beverages. How deep is it? Uh, two feet deep. Okay. Mm. So, like, if you're in it by yourself, you can certainly, like, lay completely down and be completely submerged. If you're in there, there's, there's only room for two people. Right. But, like, you can get in there and you're, it's up to your, you know, kind of, depending on how tall you are. Like, in me, it's up to, you know, mid chest. That sounds real nice. But, yeah, I mean, I got a skimmer. <laughs> I got, like, a four-dollar, like, chlorine dispenser thing. It's got a to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.